Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, Bulls Nation? Yee. We're here for you. Welcome in to CHGO Bulls Post Game, presented by PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up, people, to do what, Dave? Live your bet life. You're going to need that. I got to learn that in Spanish. Yeah. Uh, something, uh, something, la vida. I'm, that's all I know. Uh, mejor. Best. Mejor. Uh, live your bet life. Uh, viva to. Viva. Vida mejor. Vida. Something Mejor. close. Something close to that. Points Something bet. with betting, too. Yeah. There you go. Let's figure that out. <laughs> yes. As you can tell, we're all scholars. <laughs> uh, the Bulls fall to the Bucks 119 to 95, thus falling into a three to one hole in this best of seven first round series against their enemies to the north, the Milwaukee Bucks, mm-hmm. the, the defending champs. Yes. Uh, Big Dave. Um, yes, Matthew. How, how are you? I'm doing well. Actually, I'm doing pretty well. That sucked. Major ass, but yeah. doing well. Oh, ah. there it is. What we've got. There you go. Viva tu vi- wait, vive tu vida apuesta. Apuesta. Interesting. Vive tu vida apuesta. Um, vive tu vida apuesta. Oh, look, I already see people in the comments out of control. <laughs> out of control. <laughs> this team is embarrassing, says Andy. <laughs> no, you know what they are? They're a team that's not as good as the Bucks. Yeah. That's what they are. I was watching this game, and look, credit to Giannis, who is a, like, he he is not probably going to win MVP this season, but he is a MVP of this league. He's a top three at this season. He is the (laughs) reigning finals MVP. Yeah. The Bulls do not have a player of his caliber, and tonight, or this afternoon, rather, he either bullied his way into the paint and dunked the ball, or when the Bulls presented that wall, and walled him off and said, here's three of our defenders. Mm-hmm. We're not letting you get to the basket. What did he do? He sprayed out to his shooters, and his shooters were on. My and the God. Bulls were not closing out. Dude, did you see the plays when they tried to stand in front of that freight train? Did you see Vooch hit the ground twice? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, roll over. You know how hard it is to make a dude that big fall Vooch and is a roll? a large man. That is, that is not easy from a large man to tell you right now. That is not an easy thing, all right? That is some force right there. And then I watched DeMar take two of those on top of that, you know, right in the chest. That ain't that ain't easy, man, going up against him. So, yeah, it got, got a little handsy after a while because you ain't going to take too many of them chest bumps, man. But exactly right, though. As soon as they would collapse on him, as soon as they put any extra man on him, he knew exactly where his shooters were, in particular 
Uh, what my man, my, as my man told, called him the douchey Jeremy Renner. <laughs> <laughs> he knew right where where Grayson Allen was, man, and he killed us. Or uh, as our pal Luis from Bleacher Nation said, the physical embodiment of insider trading. Oh, that might goodness. be my new favorite leading candidate. That's that's really for Grayson nicknames. It's, it's it's pretty damn dead on because all, all of them are dead on. I think that's why I like them yeah. so much. They're all like, damn, these are really dead on, and they all have to do with douchiness. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best part about it. So, but yeah, he was he was cooking and he was wide open. All of his shots were pretty much wide open. He took a couple inside, you know, and got a couple of uh, tough buckets, you know, he and one and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But as far as his shooting, the six of seven, I mean, he was wide open, man, because those double teams were on Giannis and he was just there and knocking them down. Um, you know, six or seven from downtown. Mm. Uh, the Bucks as a team shot 17 of 33 from behind the arc, mm. 51.5%. Mm. They shot 52.5% from the floor. Oh. Just ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Um, Steven, oh, I, I'm sure that there were, were going to be many of them. Steven's okay. the first one I see. Okay. When will Billy Donovan get the heat for the piss-poor effort at home for the last month and a half? Mm. When will Billy Donovan maybe get some more usable players? Get I'm sorry, Marte. but if you think about it, how many players could Billy Donovan really trust in this series? Demar, Zach, Vooch, Caruso. Four. He's got four guys he can trust in his rotation right now. Anybody? And two of is those. That, is that Billy's fault? No. Is that Billy's fault? No. One of those guys is a bench player. Yeah. Uh, the other guy, Demar, has deep playoff runs. The other two in Vooch and Zach uh, do not. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. Vooch usually goes out in the first round with Orlando. Yeah. Zach. 476 games. This is his first time being in the playoffs. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, man. They don't have all their pieces. Oh. They don't have all their parts. And they're still not as good as the Milwaukee Bucks. And Caruso didn't come back after leaving late in the second quarter with a bloody nose. Turned out that he was being evaluated for a concussion. Wow, you, you think that affected the defense at just, all, man? Just a touch. Just maybe a skosh. Just think a that touch. We, we have a super chat. Hey, I'm, oh, I, have, I want to jump in for a second. Yeah. It, it says, I know it's panic time. Would you guys willing to trade Zach for someone who can be that number one guy? In a similar way that the Raptors did with them. Listen, we said on the last podcast, it's kind of ridiculous for people to be saying that Zach isn't a max player. Mm. I get it. You can have the opinion that maybe you, you can't win with Zach as your number one player. I think that's a fair school sure. of thought, probably. I agree. But at the same time, we've also just said that it, it lies in the sense of the landscape of the NBA, that you're going to give him the max because that's where he lies in the grand scheme of the players. But trade him... In a way that's similar, the Raptors did with Demar. The Raptors lost that trade badly. Got Kawhi let, or sorry, won that trade, and got Kawhi. Like that doesn't happen unless yeah. somebody is begging to be traded, and we get you know. What yeah. in what scenario would that make any sense? So if you're, telling, I don't understand. No, if you're asking me if I would trade Zach Levine for a. At that time, a top five NBA basketball Correct. player. Correct. Like, yes, yeah. we would do that. But that situation <laughs> has not made itself possible at, Correct. The, at the moment. Correct. Absolutely right. When Jokic demands a trade, we will explore those options. But it, that hasn't <laughs> happened yet. Uh, That's Joey, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. For, Fernando in the comments, Zach going to want a Supermax contract. Face Paul Moji. Don't bring yourself to the conversation if you don't know what you're talking about. Uh-oh. Zach Levine's not making an all-NBA selection this season, therefore is not going to qualify to even get a Supermax contract. Correct. Stop. Correct. Stop. Do your homework, educate yourself, and then rejoin the conversation. Cool. I am in no mood for dumb Bulls fans today. And I do think it will be a great part of our offseason content because I think that's an interesting conversation is there are some definitely 
limited ways, but there's ways that the yeah. Bulls can improve this roster, and they're sure. going to have to get creative in doing so, especially with such a weak free agency class. But, like, we're all on the same page here. Yeah. They have to get better. We're like you have to. We're gonna have roster. those conversations about how they can do it, but it's not just let's trade Zach for LeBron. Like, yeah. No, they're not doing that. <laughs> no, dude, we're we're definitely getting either AD or Jokic, maybe both. I don't oh, yeah. know. I haven't figured it out yet. I don't know if you know we were getting Gobert for Kobe White. I don't oh, know if you knew oh, that. for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's no. Thing. But see, he got that lob from Mitchell last night, so they're officially best oh, friends again, and everything's also fine. Best friends now. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna have to give up another player. Uh, I don't know about it now. I don't know. I the don't upside know. Uh, to all this calamity, says Matt in a super chat, saying the Bulls should have a general idea of how to improve the team. See, that's the kind that's of logical thing, response yes. I'm looking for that's here, people. Correct. Is this Bulls roster not perfect? You're darn tootin' it's not perfect. You toot it. So what do you what do you know that you need to help this roster improve next season? Tell me. You ideally need a quality wing mm-hmm. who can play defense and knock down threes. Correct. You definitely need more shooting. Yep. And you need guys who can ideally be rim protectors slash rebounders. Correct. Correct. That's what you need. Yeah. So, you know, let AK and Mark Eversley do what they can do this offseason to go out and try to accomplish that. Because what did they do last offseason? They addressed other weaknesses of this team. Which like many. They didn't get to the free throw line. <laughs> yes. What did they do? They signed DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. They couldn't get guys who were great ISO basketball. What did they, they go out and get one of the best ISO scores in the NBA. Yeah. They addressed weaknesses with offseason moves. Yeah. Perimeter defense, point of attack defense. What do they do? They go out and get Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso. The two best. It's, it's, I mean... <laughs> So give AK and Eversley another offseason to improve. Yeah. Because I'm sorry, if you're looking at this, you know, two playoff losses that are blowouts to the defending champs and saying this team is a mess, this is a dumpster fire, what an embarrassment. This team didn't make the play-in last season, y'all. No. They're the sixth seed. They beat the Bucks on their home floor in a playoff game. There is marked improvement that is right in front of our eyes. It's staring us in the face. And yeah, like, yeah, that was frustrating. I'm pissed off watching another blowout playoff loss at home. That sucks and it's not fun. Mm-mm. But forest for the trees, people. Come yes. on. Oh, that was so wonderfully said. And it's funny because I feel like you and I have been saying the same things all season long. The same stuff. And I love it when it's regurgitated and these things happen because we have to always bring it back up. You know what I'm saying? We have to always keep telling them the same things over again. And we don't mind it. Well, Matt might because, you know, Matt, Matt gets frustrated very easily. <laughs> but I don't. I don't mind saying it over and over again. Nigga. This is why I was like, okay, we're going to the offseason and why I was so comfortable with it because I know the front office that I have. I know who's there. I know who's sitting up watching that as pissed as we are watching this. You know they pissed about it. What did he say? He kept saying, dude, the, the mediocrity is done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He don't want to be mediocre. He's not trying to be average. You know what I'm saying? You're not trying to just make the playoff. They're trying to win. So when you come in with that mentality and you say those kind of things, then you trust the moves that they're going to make because the moves that they made weren't mediocre-ass moves, man. Those were moves to be made to improve your team and get you further in the playoffs. What happened, though? Injuries occurred. That cropped up and bit you in the ass, all right? Now you go out and you understood, understood after they got on the floor and they played, Oh, this is missing. Oh, we need more better wind protection. Oh, Tony Bradley is ass. Oh, okay, we need some more help there. They understood the help that they needed now, and they're going to go get it. And that's the awesome part, man. That's why I can be cool about it right now. And I can't wait to get to this talk in the offseason where we can further delve into this kind of thing, man. Yeah. Because you're going to see it occur. I'm telling you. They're going to be going after people, all right? And I'm just happy that I have a front office that I know that I can trust yeah. is going to do that. And that's what feels good about it, man. Uh, there's somebody in the comments who didn't know that we were being sarcastic about those offseason trades that are totally happening. <laughs> oh, you didn't hey, know Nick. That? 
Welcome. Through, Welcome. You know? It's called it's called sarcasm. No, no. It, Thanks I'm for joining you, us. Look, AD for Tony Bradley <laughs> is going down. All right. Well, also, like, I, I just think people forget, obviously, like, where this team was coming from last year, which yeah. you guys just talked about and you touched on, but also, like, what do you want it? So you guys want to get rid of Zach and that signals towards, like, a rebuild, younger core. It's not like we don't have Lonzo who's going to be returning from injury. It's not like we don't have Patrick Williams who missed almost the entire season. Like, but Joey, what do you want them to do now? Go back and just say, you know what? We tried for one season. We didn't win the finals, which nobody <laughs> thought we were going to do. Let's blow the whole thing up again. But back to the lottery. That too, because you, what you did was you, were, you, you appealed to Zach's word at the same time, right? You told him, dude, chill. We're going to go get these players, and then we'll take care of the offseason. And now the offseason, you're like, screw that. You're out of here. You know what I'm saying? We're getting rid of you. You think that's going to look good to other NBA players? You think that's going? they're going to be like, oh, that's cool. I would like to play for a team who's going to stab me in the back like that. No, that ain't going what it's going to be. That's not how it's going to get accomplished. You're going to take care of Zach, and the NBA is going to look around and see what you have built here. Because regardless of what y'all think, they saw this. The NBA players saw what the Bulls did this year, y'all. They weren't even expected to be this. They, people were picking them to be this, all right? So the fact that they're here is a wonderful thing. The ass whoopings, they suck, of course. But look who you're getting your ass whooped by. I think that's important as well. This is the defending champions. This is why we picked this in five. All right? This is why we said fifth. And we'll probably end up being right about and, that. Well, you're right about it. And it's not something to gloat about. But it's not, it's not something that we'll be excited about or anything like that. But this is what it is. But this is the growth. This is how you get better. This is how you do your thing, man. And no, they're not going to get rid of Zach. Not going to just stab him in the back after building the team that he wanted around him. You're not going to just get rid of him like that. No, he's going to sign his contract. We're going to come back again next year better and more experienced and with growth. I'm excited for it already. But we still got one more game to go, Matt. Still got one more game to go, man, for another game for guys to actually get better in. G's up 414. Chicago's not ready for a national TV audience. Embarrassing with like eight exclamation points. All right. Man, Bulls Nation, y'all are... We love y'all. Silly. Y'all I love hearing wild. Matt read the usernames. <laughs> G's up 44. Bulls killer 897. Well, I, I got to call people by whatever their YouTube names are, right? Oh, man. And some of them I'm not, I won't even explain to them <laughs> like what they mean. I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just let that go. I'm just let that one go, man. Just keep on reading. You're doing well. You're doing and a great look, job. I mean, game three was embarrassing. You can call that embarrassing. Yeah. Tonight, this game, not embarrassing. You got, you got beat yeah. by a better team that executed better than you did. The execution, that's, boy. that's just simply what we saw. Look, man, your boy Grayson Allen hit six threes. He was <laughs> six of seven. That man had 27. That means that's a career high, Matthew. That means he's not used to doing that. I don't know if that you know what that career high means. That means he's not used to doing those kind of things. It was things. a career high for him in game three. You know what I mean? And in then the he eclipsed it in <laughs> the very next game, man. In other words, he is on fire. What's he missed, like three three-pointers this whole series? Like, he is absolutely on fire, all right? The Bulls were late on a bunch of rotations, too, with that. And also, also hurts that Caruso's not there. That's just the thing. It's what it is. But, again, guys, this is the learning curve. It's the learning experience for this team, man. This is what learning kind of looks like, y'all. Sometimes learning is – sometimes you learn like the Bulls did when they played the Celtics. Mm-hmm. You know, you learn that way. You know what yeah. I mean? You still lose, but, you know, you, you're you competitive and, 
all of that stuff. But again, that team was Derrick Rose. That team was Joe Kim Noah, Ben Gordon. All right. They had some dudes on that squad that could take that team seven, but they built on that and they got better and better and better. Sometimes you build like this. You know what I mean? Like even way back when Jordan was, was just getting into the playoffs, it was, you know, Michael Jordan and the temptations. You know what I'm saying? He had nobody on that team. He was by himself. They were getting swept year after year after year. They got swept three straight years. And then after that, you saw what happened. After they put people around him, things changed, man. So you got to trust AK. You got to trust Mark Eversley with what they're doing. They know what they're seeing on the floor, man. They see the trash. They see where they have the holes at on this team, and they're going to fill them, and they're going to improve them, man. It's what it is. Uh, Nabby Woe? Nabby Woe? So what's up with Donovan's game plan, though? I hope all those jump shots taken isn't it. You have to take what your opposing defense gives you. Mm -hmm. And that's not the same thing as saying, oh, you're letting your opponent dictate the style of play. Mm -hmm. No. The Bucks just started one of the biggest trio of players that you'll ever see mm -hmm. in the NBA today. Mm -hmm. Giannis, Lopez, Bobby. And all skilled, by the way. Skilled, and they <laughs> packed the paint. Yeah. They were packing this paint all series, daring the Bulls to shoot. Yeah. It's it's a roster flaw that the Bulls don't have that many reliable three-point shooters. Right, exactly. But what, what other game plan do you want? Mm. Please, write it on a piece of paper for me, or explain it to me in the comments. Yeah, because if you want to say size, well, then they put Tristan in, and you saw what you got. He played, what, three minutes? And then Billy said, nope. <laughs> nope. And correctly said, nope. Uh-uh. No, Enough of that. Done. Two, two, what, two offensive fouls? You he know had, what I'm saying? No two, points. He had three turnovers and two fouls <laughs> in five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Not good. You know what I'm saying? And then you say, well, that's what we'll go with the other big guy, Tony Bradley. He's even worse. <laughs> Think about that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't, you don't have it yet. You will have it. They'll get there, Matt. They'll get these things together. You just don't have it yet, man. But to get out there and you got to compete and you got to play. I, I like their competition in the first half. They, they started in the third quarter, you know, competing a little harder. I, yeah. like, I like what Ayo did when he came in. Ayo and Pat. Ayo and In the Pat. third quarter actually finally showed up. That's very true. They were late to the game, but they man. were there. They showed up, man. You're right. Ayo and Pat. Both showed up in this game in that third quarter, and they provided a little fight and the last bit of energy for this team. You know what I'm saying? They spilled it out right there. Because remember, the Bulls went on a what, 11 or 13 to overrun to cut that lead to eight? <laughs> they said, okay, thanks, fine. Thanks yeah. for playing. We're going to go back to hitting all kinds of threes. How many deep threes did you see Drew Holiday hit today? You know what I mean? And I'm talking about not just because he was alone. He no. was pulling up. He was in pulling front up. Of he people, was pulling man. up from like tray areas. Yes. And I'm like, really? Pulling. You know what I mean? Pulling, dog. So yeah, that's that's not a normal thing. You know what I mean? For him. But they were cooking. All right. They were absolutely cooking. Bobby Portis wasn't hitting the threes, but he was getting inside, wasn't he? Man. He was getting in that paint, Bully. recognizing the mismatches and taking advantage of them. Giannis did the same thing, recognizing the mismatches and just shooting over guys because they don't have those big guys, man. They're gonna suffer like that. Another thing. Matt, don't get mad at me, but you see that today. Like, that Grayson Allen role, that's important for a team in the playoffs just for one one or two games, a yeah. role player. Like, the Bulls don't have that microwave scoring option off the bench. Kobe no. White is not that guy. Nope. Like, nope. He's not. Give it to him, Played and he can right run your offense for seven to eight minutes, even with Zach or DeMar off the court. And, like, we talked about, like, those two games from Grayson Allen are enough to basically win you two, like, you know, and that's a massive role. For, for a team that has serious playoff aspirations, that's a big 
bench scoring uh, need that I think we will see filled. But I, I yeah. It was that, yeah, and we talked about it too. I love how he said, "Matt, don't get mad at me," before making a very valid point. I know he he doesn't know how you work yet, Matt. He's learning. He's still learning. Matt doesn't get mad at logic. I, and, I don't and get mad ideas. at logic. And to say that you know the role that Grayson Allen has played in this series has been an important one. Yeah. For the defending champion box. Yeah. yeah. And the Bulls don't have the equivalent of that. Joey's absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. He's at, look at that. See, Ray, you came here, Matt. Don't get mad at me. That's your new T-shirt, by the way, Joey. Matt, don't get mad at me. <laughs> Go ahead, and put that up. That's what I feel like when these people are leaving comments, and I'm just like, there's. If I was at home leaving comments, and I didn't know, like, I would be praying, like, don't. Roast me. It's, it's just a roll of the dice. Some of these people in the comments deserve to get roasted, Joey. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I'm right. actually not sure if they're doing this, if they're just trolls or whatever, but they just um, like pushing your buttons. Here's here's some great perspective lent by DeMar DeRozan postgame. This just came sure. across my Twitter feed courtesy of Casey Johnson. Okay. DeMar DeRozan on the Bucks' dominance in Chicago. Quote, you got to give them credit. They've been through it. They've won a playoff series without Giannis before. Hello. They're a championship team for a reason. People forget these things. I you like guys it. know how long Giannis and Middleton had been around in Milwaukee as a as a duo before winning it all last year? Because it was way back in 2015 when these teams played each other in the playoffs. Yep. Giannis and Middleton were there. Mm-hmm. Young guys in the league. Mm-hmm. Fast forward six, seven years, the Bucks are on top. Mm-hmm. People who are expecting the Bulls to go to suddenly beating the, beating the defending champs in, in round one. Yeah. Wake up! <laughs> it's not Join us in reality, won't you? It's warm over here. God, it is in. toasty in here, isn't it? Is, it? it is. I don't know if it's just my levels yeah. or if it's actually warm warm in here. It's a little of both, but, you know, as a big person, yeah, it's a little toasty. <laughs> okay. Just letting you know. It's so it's toasty. not just me. Not just you. Not okay. just you. I'm sure your, yours is a little more elevated, but not just my you. My head is hot. Yeah, see, well, yeah, see, <laughs> that's you. <laughs> that's you right there. But, yeah, that's what it is, man. And I think, again, people's expectations changed when this team got off to that hot start. That's what they saw. They were like, yeah. Ours didn't because we continued to say, ah, but this is awesome and we enjoyed it. And what I kept saying, man, my God, how many times I keep saying, just enjoy it. Don't try to look so deep into this. You know what I mean? Just enjoy it. Take it for what it is and stuff like that game by game because you never know. You know what I mean? Just enjoy what it is. Ah, all the way. <laughs> we're good at it all. We're like, God, and then when they fail, oh, we're losing all my time. I had it all. It's got to be a middle ground, man. It's got to be a middle ground. You got to meet us at the middle on this, man. Right here. Right at that middle. And then it will be okay. But, yes, man, they're they're not ready. They're just not ready yet. And that's not a bad thing. (laughs) That is not a bad thing that they're not ready yet, y'all. But they're going to get there because they got the front office to get those guys there. Oh, man. Maniac madness. First of all, before you even read it. (laughs) Such such a mean one. Oh, man. Which Chinese league team will Kobe be playing for next year? (laughs) I mean, your your handle said it. You know what I mean? Whatever came after that. Yeah. We we knew it was going to be. Listen, Kobe White has clearly played himself out of a bunch of money. I mean, out of a bunch of money, dog. Like, if he had just showed up. Like. And if he had a Grayson Allen performance. He could write his ticket. I was <laughs> like, I was hoping real, to at least get some some usefulness out of Kobe in this series yeah. to tick up his trade value a little bit from whatever it is now. But whatever it is right now, I think is slim to none. Yeah, man, it's low. It's definitely low. And it's easy. Like the NBA is literally built for these guys to come in and make money. Like a guard like that who who can shoot and extend. Like take it. 
Yeah. It's yours for the taking, and he yeah. just dropped the ball completely. I mean, he dropped it completely, and I've been a staunch defender of Kobe all season, man. But like I kept saying, when he messes up, I will call it what it is. <laughs> and what it is is trash was, right now, This is rough today. This is rough today. Nash, my friend. This is tough. This is tough work. Big Dave. Yes, sir. What do I do? Bet. Please. Oh, we still got so many more basketballs to basketball today. <laughs> more basketballing must occur. Yeah. When we're talking about more basketballs. But in the middle of that basketballing, I will tell you about the best way to support this show right here and all the shows on this wonderful network that we call CHGO. And that's download that points bet app and use that code CHGO when you sign up. Because if you do that right now, you'll get two, y'all, two risk-free bets up to $2,000, which I have been told is absolutely incredible. Gambling people are telling me this, that that is unreal and incredible. They have signed up. They are now living their bet life, and you can too. But that's not all. Because if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive that free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of that cool web content. And you'll even get a free T-shirt of your choice that Matt has on, that Joey has on. And you'll even get that from the choice of your CHGO locker. You can choose. There are plenty more to choose from, y'all. So that's 2,000 in free bets, that free membership, and you get that free T-shirt from that CHGO locker. And that's all for making a $50 or more first-time deposit at PointsBet. Plus that live NBA Game parlay. Oh, for that first time ever, you can build the perfect live NBA same game parlay only at points bet. You can combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. And if you want more, and we know you do, Boast Nation, you can also boost your live NBA same game parlays. You can watch live parlay live, boost live, no partaying live because that was an ass whooping. And you can do that only with points bet. And if you live in this beautiful, wonderful, sexy, just amazing, immaculate state of Illinois and this cooler city of Chicago, you could download that PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. Oh, so what are you waiting for? Huh? Huh? Because <laughs> once the game starts, you don't just bet. Parlay Peg, please tell them what they be doing. Uh, you, they live their best life. Yeah, what are you doing? Joey, hit me one huh? time. Do it. <laughs> Just do it. Huh? Huh? Yeah. 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 Uh, no more window love. <laughs> oh, hi, Bucks fans hanging out with us. Do you guys not have your own postgame show to hang out in? Oh, there's Bucks after dark. Oh, oh, oh there's, wait, there is no W... There is no MWKE yet? Oh, sorry about that. Bummer. It's <laughs> weird that they didn't choose you. your city instead. Hey, thank this. you for joining us. Shout out Bucks After Dark, man. Show. Yo, he shows up in everything to talk shit. Bucks After Dark, shout out to him. You are consistent, sir, in your shit talking when things are going bad. I don't hear from you when things aren't going your way, but when things are going bad, you always show up, man. So shout out. Just, and you're After Dark, just, and you're up in the daytime. So that says a lot about you. You can show up wherever, just not my house. Hey, well, you don't want them problems. Yeah, Bucks After Dark has a little bit of a stalker vibe. Yeah, I'm not yeah, lie. that's cool. Well, you know, stalkers get handled. They come around my house. Like <laughs> no, don't play yourself. Uh, <laughs> Enjoyed that, man. That was cool. He said he made Dave swear. Playoff Dave swears. Yeah, where you been? Playoff Dave swears. Uh, Dave Dave swears, but Playoff Dave really swears. He's absolutely right about that. It happens. I mean, like, I guess if there's... One thing that was a little frustrating for me tonight, it was when somebody had it going and mm. then took a seat. That, that mm. is one area where, like, I, I'm not, like, like 
slamming my fist and anger blaming Billy about that, but Uh-oh. Zach had that incredibly hot first quarter, yes, right? Yes, he did. And then I thought that the the breather he took was a little too long, and it was by the time he came back in the second quarter, he was out of his rhythm. I agree. And then basically wasn't a factor again until late in the game yeah. in the second half. Yeah. And then you and I both got upset when, in that third quarter, when the Bulls were getting back into it a little bit, who was on the floor? Javante Green. Green. Mm-hmm. And, like, there was a timeout, and then Javante left the floor. Mm-hmm. And we were like, what? The, you know, and, and, uh, and Billy put Patrick Williams in, as we mentioned earlier, to his credit, Patrick, after an awful first half, yeah. bounced back and had a solid third quarter. He was also part of the Bulls getting back into that game a little bit. But yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, Javante looked like one of the, the only guys who actually wanted to be out there today. I mean, that one play alone, Matt, where he the miss and mm-hmm. he tipped it in twice and follow, he missed it. The follow. Yeah, the follow. He missed them. And then uh, Carter gets the rebound and he's trying to, you know, make the break. And he runs up <laughs> behind him, takes the ball from him, gets it to uh, the next player. They go in and they score. That was all Javante Green, and then they took him out the game. And I was like, yeah, well, you could have went without Kobe and just said, I'm going to go with the hot guy right now. Because you needed agitators on the floor to go against uh, guys like Grayson Allen to try to maybe throw off his rhythm mm-hmm. a little bit, and especially without Caruso out there on the floor. You needed as many agitators as you could. And that's me in the playoffs. That's why I like, again, that's why I like the goon stuff because that stuff is kind of important in the playoffs. You got to have that aggression. And Javante Green definitely plays with that kind of aggression. So he can't be the only aggressive guy and not be on the floor uh, for the Bulls. You have to find room uh, for that kind of thing. I didn't mind Pat being in the game because mm-hmm. he started getting it going, as we talked about. Right. But Kobe was clearly the one who didn't have it going. And so, you know, you sit him down and you just let Io run that and you let DeMar run that. Like, and you take your chances with it after that. But you can't take out the guy who's cooking, is, is what he's saying. You can't take the cook out the kitchen before the meal is done. Shout out to C Red UK in the comments who said Javante Loki, player of the year for the Bulls. Um, I think that belongs to DeMar. Yeah. But <laughs> but I hear what you're saying. I love I love where your head's at. I hear what you're saying because of you know the role he had to step into yeah. from, you know, from the beginning, playing power forward. Let me say that again. Power forward for I mean, a six four guard. Yeah. Like, yeah, him stepping into that is key. Javante Green and I are the same height. <laughs> Imagine me. Trying to guard and be a power forward. I'm imagining you guarding and jumping like Javante Green does at the same time. Are you kidding me? That's when I jump, my feet go below where the floor is. <laughs> like, and there goes tearing both hamstrings. Oh, <laughs> right, oh, right there. Oh, both of them. Both just of them flying off. Just my fly leg. Off. <laughs> just fly off. <laughs> Trying to jump the hamstring like slingshots. Yeah. <laughs> down the street. Club went farther than the ball. <laughs> Yo, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, AK says, Matt Peck to a 10-day contract immediately. Dude, Look, I'd, I'd sign it. Them how, six much fouls. Those, how much are those 10 days worth? What do they pay you? That's a great like, question. Like $50,000 or something? You'll do that. You've done worse for less. Oh, absolutely. Do I've done worse you'll, for less. I've done worse do for that. free. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, and I'm glad you, we brought that up about Javante because he was coming in in place because we mentioned him with Alice Caruso. Right. I think that's the worry now. It's about Alex Caruso going forward uh, into this next game. Will he yeah. be available? Because you pointed that out immediately. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, I think that's a concussion. 
and we I think that's why he's still back there. It's not just a, a eye scrape or right. something like that. That might well, be Well, it looked like a nosebleed. Mm. And you're like, okay, well, shove something up there, stop the nosebleed and get your butt right. back out there. Right. You get your ass out there and you right. find that fucking dog. <laughs> um, but no, it was like when he went to the locker room and then we saw that Io got thrown into that starting five to start the second half. I was yeah. like, oh, he's probably concussion. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Minutes yeah. later, we got that update from from Bulls reporters and from Woj. So look at that. Uh, my man shot was I want the Bulls to play with the chip the Grizz have. Do you not remember when the Bulls played the Grizzlies? Mm. Do you not remember Tony Bradley being carried out of the club by that huge Aquaman-looking human being that they have over there? Dude, they, it's not the same. That's a team full of goons. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's starting with their leader in John Moran. Then you got, yeah. dude, they got, like, you got Aquaman and Bane yeah. on the same squad. You know what I'm saying? You got two freaking superheroes. And they got their hands full of Minnesota right now, man. Another goon squad. I mean, 2 2. Yep, that two, series two. is. Another goon squad. Man. I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion. Let me know in the comments. But I, I'm, I'm a little over the whole, like, Ja was so slept on in the whole, like, give me all the smoke. And now it's like you guys are the two seed. And he's keep that same energy. Keep that. No, just Mm -hmm. go out there, win your games, stop tweeting, Mm -hmm. and play the game. It's getting a little bit chip on the shouldery for me. I like it, though. No, honestly, I don't mind it because he is literally. Been I know like that, that if from it's the an beginning. unpopular opinion, probably. That's no, 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 why. That's why I'm curious. I don't know. It might be, but I'm just saying. For me, it's it's who he's been the entire time, and so I don't expect him to kind of change. You know, what I'm saying what got him to where he is in his career. Good point. You know what I mean? That's that's all that is. But I'll, but yeah, I mean, if that's if it was new and it was just somebody out of the blue start talking crazy, you know what I mean? I'm like, dude, we don't even. Who are you? You know what I mean? Like, come on, stop all that. But no, that's that's. Literally how that team is built. I mean, I I think that earlier on this season, they did have a right for a little bit of snarky chip-on-shoulder attitude because they were a very good team all season long Mm -hmm. from the jump and weren't getting a whole lot of respect or coverage. No, they weren't. They weren't. You know, in the West, it was all about like, oh, what went wrong with the Lakers today? Yes. Headline on all major sports media networks. What's Mm -hmm. wrong with the Lakers? What's wrong with the Lakers? Meanwhile, John, the Grizzlies are mowing people down and nobody's talking about it. Yeah. Okay, that was half one of mm-hmm. the season. Mm-hmm. Half two, everybody's like, man, even when Ja doesn't play, this Grizzlies team is really freaking good. Really good. Yeah. So I think that there is a smaller amount of right that they have to say, mm-hmm. you know, oh, nobody respects us. Like, yeah. you, As Joey said, you're the two seed in the West, and people have been giving Ja plenty of attention for the season he's had. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, before the All-Star break, even people were like, Oh, we should pay attention to the Grizzlies because they're really good. True. But, again, you have to go with what got you there. You got to dance with the girl that brung you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what brung them there, man, is that dude's having that kind of attitude of it's us against the world. Nobody believes we can do this. And now it's 2-2. Nobody still believes we can do this because it's something you can lean on. You know what I'm saying? Continue to lean on and hopefully propels them to the next round, man, because they – listen, come on, man. Got to get Ja to the next round, baby. I want Ja all the time. All yeah. right? All the time. I want. Ja! I want to see him and the fathers. I'm loving watching the fathers, man. I'm loving watching his oh. father and Carl Anthony Towns' father. It's been very That's entertaining. super entertaining stuff, man. Really quick while we're on Jock, because we've never talked about it, but I'm curious to hear your guys' opinions. What mm. is your opinion on the comparison between Jock and, and Derek? prime Derrick Rose? Uh, first of all, Derrick Rose never had a prime. Uh, we didn't see it. it Correct. As close as we saw. MVP, de- MVP Derrick Rose. Pre-prime. His pre-prime, yes. The pre-prime, yes. Um... I, I can see the similarities of people saying and stuff like that, but Der- it's Derrick Rose, man. One one has a trophy. 
<laughs> you that's the difference for me. Like one literally has a trophy that said, and and during a and literally we saw this dude's prime during a prime LeBron year. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? A prime LeBron run. Derrick Rose steps in and took that trophy and was like, "No, I'm the best player here," and that's what it is. So, I think that's the difference there. I I, I can see the comparisons though. Because John and them, they both have similar kind of styles in their game with the quickness, the ability to get up so fast, the way they play with that reckless abandon. You know, when they go to the cup, it makes you cringe and worry every time they go up and try to do anything. They both kind of have that style, and they both have that chip on their shoulder, I hate everyone kind of mentality. And so I see those similarities right there. But I think that's the difference, man, with Derek, dog. Like, it was – it was a whole different beast with Derrick Rose, man. He was a – my God. My yeah, God. I'm with Dave on that. I mean, even as someone – you know that I have occasionally mentioned the – What? Were people just sick of giving the MVP to LeBron when D. Rose won in 2011. However, it was not LeBron's team that had the number one seed in the East. It was not. It was Derrick's team. It was. And Derrick did not have teammates that were – you know, pick two of the three of Wade, Braun, Bosch, all in their primes. Stop no disrespect five. to Joe, Luol Deng, Chucky Brew. <laughs> like, no disrespect to those guys. Derek was the best player on his team by far and got the one seed in a conference that had a team with LeBron, Wade, and Bosch on it. Right. Like, the, Grizzlies, the Grizzlies have won more games without – they were. They I'm have a better percent. That. Like, that was not the story of yep. that 2010 Bulls. Not, nowhere near the story. Without, if you don't have Derek Rose, you had, they had nothing. But they were still a good team. You know what I'm saying? They could still compete and be battling because we saw what it was when Derrick Rose got hurt. Mm-hmm. You saw they were still a good team, but that was in a seventh seed. You know what I'm saying? That still was that. You know, you still were battling to get into the playoffs. With Derrick Rose, you go from a seventh seed to a one both years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when he was doing that thing. Now it's a different beast, man. It's a different beast. And I will say this, though. I, I get why people make the comparison. Sure. Because you see Ja do things on a basketball court where oh. you're like, Dude. Holy crap, that reminds me of young Derek. Dude, those blocks he had. That oh one movie he had in the game last night where Jesus. he like did that crazy behind the yes. back in transition. And then the cross. And then that and crazy then the- cross scoop layup. Ugh. I was like, that that looks like Derek. That's nasty. That's nasty. That, you're what the Spanish call El Terrible. <laughs> Yeah, man, but I like I, he deserves the comparisons. Honestly, he's he's been great. But they're in the dog fight right now, and our team unfortunately is not. Feels like they're right on the heels of you know the series of being over, getting getting closed out on Wednesday. But we'll see what kind of fight they have. I, I will say in pre in a pregame, I wanted to see that game from Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see Zach Levine have a game. He couldn't go this whole series without having one. Clearly, his best game of the series right here. Played forty one minutes. He had 24 points, 5 rebounds, 13 assists, Woo! which is wild. 13 of them things. You know, 8 of 18 shooting, 2 of 6 from the three-point line. Uh, he did get to the line uh, six times. And of those 13 assists, Matt, he only had three turnovers. One of them was really bad. You know, at oh, the end, that was God. at the end of the game, yeah. but that was really bad. That was garbage time. But still, man, 13 assists and three turnovers was that to go along with those 24 points. Clearly his best game of this series, man. I'm glad that he actually had that. Yeah, I mean, it was, like I said, it was kind of frustrating when he got out to the hot start, and then we just kind of didn't see him again for the rest yeah. of the first half. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and still not the most efficient night, 8 of 18. Mm-hmm. Um, earlier this season, we got used to all-star Zach Levine, who was not as efficient as DeMar, who was like otherworldly levels of efficient, but, right. you know, that sh- you know flirting with above 60% true shooting percentage, Zach, we still have not seen that version of Zach since he came back from these on-again, off-again absences of the knee injury. That's very Which true. Which is like, I mean, it's really 
frustrating because those Bulls fans who maybe were coming into these playoffs with higher hopes, maybe part of it was if fill-in-the-blank player plays like we have seen them play, right? If P-Dub and I and Kobe can be role players in complementary ways, Mm -hmm. in ways that we've seen them be, Mm -hmm. and especially if Zach can play like Zach. Yeah. And, like, we were talking about him and his contract earlier in this episode. Mm -hmm. To me, like, I'm I'm still not necessarily worried about that element of it. I've just been – it's been really hard and frustrating and sad Mm -hmm. to watch this version of Zach because he's clearly – not himself right now. And my hope is that an off-season minor surgery will take care of that. Right. And he'll hope. be fine. Right. But for his first chance, finally, to play in an NBA playoff series, even on a day like today, when he looks the best he's looked this whole series, he still doesn't look like all-star Zach. And that's mm. such a freaking bummer. I love, I love what you said at the beginning of that. If, if this guy does that, if this person does that, if that, then the Bulls have this shot. That's one of the major differences right now. Right. You're saying these ifs, the if Bulls the need Bulls need things, we just said the Bucks just have to be the Bucks. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's just really that simple. The Bulls had to do the superhuman, and they just had to do the regular. You know what I mean? They just had to show up. And you see what – and, again, I'm glad we got this out of them because they weren't going to give us this. You saw the first two games with them. They were chilling. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to just give them all of that because the Bulls took it to them mm-hmm. in both of those games, especially defensively. They made them come up out their shell on that one, man. And I think the Middleton injury is kind of what really put them in that mode as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, shit, we got to really play, dog. Like, we can't come out here playing with this team. They, they sat out here and they beat us, and they probably think they could really beat us now that Middleton isn't here. They probably feel like they have a bigger shot. They came out there and they shut that door, and they did it collectively. You know what I mean? They did it with Bobby Portis. They did it with uh, uh, the douchey Jeremy Renner. Like, they did it with those two guys on the team. And then when you threw Holiday in there, hitting those long threes and, you know, playing how well he has played, Wesley Matthews not being a factor or even having to be a worry, just a guy who's there who flops and, and takes a couple threes, it was by committee. Lopez didn't even score. You know what I mean? Lopez was just chilling. You know what I mean? He didn't, either didn't score or he had, like, two points. Let me double check on that, man, because I remember at the end of the three, he had zero. Okay, yeah, he had two points. Ended up with two points. He was one of four, dog. He took two two threes. Like, he was just absolutely chilling. This dude is, in, is a really excellent center, like a straight-up-and-down official NBA center, but he was chilling. Again, they didn't need the ifs. They just needed their guys to be who they are and what they did to actually win a championship because they have something to fall back on. Bulls don't have that yet, but this is why you're here in the playoffs to build that. And then they'll get better and they'll grow, y'all. And yeah. this won't be like this the whole time. I promise you. No, mm-hmm. no, not at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, v-Rod, I see you. Uh, I'm not going to read anything you're saying. You're an idiot. <laughs> I see you, idiot. Um, thank you for joining us, idiot. Uh, man, people yeah. are wilding out today. What yeah. a crazy Sunday we've had. It has. It's, it started early. See, I think that's what it is. I think it's because it's early. Yeah. You know what I mean, it kicked off early for you, man. So you were getting used to it. You know what I mean? Getting yeah. New and newly acclimated to us being here early because we're usually bulls after dark. Out that, here. that is you know usually our jam. And the freaks come out at night. That's CHGO the word. after dark. Yes, man. Oh, that's how um, it is. CHGO after dark. So, okay, let's um, actually, you know what? Real quick, because I, I do want to talk about game five a little bit before sure. we get out here. But sure. before that, one more reminder for y'all to sign up for points bet. If you haven't already, what, what are you waiting for? If you enjoy CHGO, it's a great way to help us continue to grow this uh, platform, and you can have fun doing it. Just download the PointsBet app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up, which is going to give you those two risk-free bets of $2,000. And if you make that 
First time deposit of $50 or more, mm-hmm. you're going to get a free membership to CHGO, which unlocks all that exclusive, amazing web content, like from our guy, Tier 1 Goatlieb, Will Gottlieb, uh, and everybody <laughs> on the beats, credential reporters covering the teams throughout Chicago that you all love. Um, plus, you're going to get one of these free T-shirts, oh. whichever one you want. Although, this red one is slick as hell. Yes, it is. Joey's rocking his today, too. Boom, boom. And in case you missed it, Dave said it. I'll say it to you again. You can sign up on your phone yes, you if can. you live in Illinois. <laughs> Hello. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now. Oh, my God. Register your account start to finish all from your phone. So what are you waiting for? I don't know. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Tell them what they do, Joey. They live their bet life. Thank you, sir. In Spanish. Oh. En Espanol. In Espanol. See, <laughs> um, so here's a fun quote from Levine post game just now. Okay, come I'm on, not Zachary. Per- I'm not particularly ready to go home. I hope everyone else isn't. Mm. Well, so they they were just home mm. and uh, failed to give the Bucks a game in either of their home games. Now you got to go back to Milwaukee. Yes, and you know that that place is gonna be nuts. It's gonna be guts, man. It's gonna be brutal. And. Like, maybe you say, oh, the Bucks feel like, okay, we're, that was, the game two was a little scary, but mm-hmm. now we're in control of the series again. Yeah. Maybe the Bucks come into game five all light and breezy and say, you know, we're, I, I don't know. I think yeah. the Bucks would rather just go for the throat, win game five, and get themselves some rest before their next series. They would. They're a weird team like that because they did that last year. They had games where I thought they should have just closed it out and mm-hmm. they just – you know, laid an egg and then did it the next game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they might do that. That would be great for the Bulls, honestly. that For me, like I said, that's going to the finals if they win two games uh, in this series. I think it would be great for them in their psyche if they do. Uh, also, it would be great for them is just to play a close game. Mm-hmm. They've had, two, what, only two close games so far. These other two, they, they reverted back to the Bulls that we saw finishing out the regular season. So it would be good to see the Bulls battle and play a close game. Hopefully come out with the victory. I don't expect it, but I hope that they do. Um, but, yeah, I, I would like to see that. But you would think with the way the Bucks have been putting it on the Bulls these past two games without Giannis having to even be a super factor on this team, you would think that those guys would want to close it out and, you know, get some rest for uh, that guy Chris Middleton, who I'm assuming is the further they go, the better it chances it will be for him to come back. Yeah, um, I obviously what you want is to see the Bulls put up a fight sure. in Game Five. It would be hard to to see them go out in three consecutive losses where they're you know losing by twenty plus. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but again, if the Bucks execute to the height of their capability mm-hmm. and the Bulls don't execute to the height of theirs, mm-hmm. these are the results: Games Three and Four. And sometimes even if the Bulls don't play a bad game. Right. Like, I don't think the Bulls just played a bad game tonight. Mm. I think they got beat by a team that's better than they are. Mm. Yeah. It's hard to argue. <laughs> like, they did. They played a team that's better than them. And they showcased it, you know what I mean, with their bench players. You know what I mean? Like, their best players didn't even do it to them. Like, yeah. it was their bench players that were killing them. They were just super late always on those rotations. And it's they played like a team, again, who was going against the champs. Continuing to go after Giannis and Giannis saying, oh, this is easy basketball. Let me just pass it out there. You'll see the difference next round. You know what I mean? When they go up against Boston, you know what I mean? They play that kind of team whose defense is incredible in the league. And if you've been watching that series, 
it's a masterclass of mm-hmm. defense of what's going on. Kevin Durant, they took out Kevin Durant. Like, that's all I got to <laughs> say. Like, it's Kevin Durant, though. And he looks lost out there. Yeah. So you'll see the masterclass of it in, in that next round. But, yeah, this is, the, this is what learning looks like, man. This is just how it is, guys. This is what the learning experience is. Shout out to Connor in the comments who just said, learning how to win sucks, but it's necessary. Uh, very necessary, Connor. Well said. Very well said. Well, well said. Well said. Man, there's so many There's so many Bucks fans hanging out with us in our comments Thank y'all, man. Hi, Bucks fans. Thank y'all for hanging out, man. How y'all man? doing? Don't you have your own postgame show to watch again? No? No? Sad. Don't have it? How sad for no, you? I'm sorry. We, we appreciate you being here. We're, we're here for you. Appreciate the numbers. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate the engagement. Hey, come on back. All Next that game. works for us. Come on back next game. Every time we're we'll doing the show, we'll we do, be here, man. We do pregame too. Yeah, you can hang out with us. Yeah, you can. It'll be really <laughs> cool. You know, instead of trying to steal the bits from Benny the Bull with your guys just throwing stuff in the crowd. Which points bet doesn't care what team you support. It's no. true. Neither do we. It's true. That's Although right. those folks north of that border don't have the luxury of signing up on their phone. Oh no, <laughs> they can't bet at all. Oh no, but it's only an hour drive. To come on over here and live your bet life. So, mm. you know, and because we love y'all, Bucks fans, promo code CHGO, go ahead. That's for you. That's true. You that can use it. You use that code, man. That gets you, you know, free membership. Get you a cool t shirt that you can wear to that Bucks game. I prefer you wear this one right here to the next Bucks game. Mm. I think you'll stand out. Well, you know, there's going to be plenty of red oh, up God. there well, at, yeah. at UC North. UC North? Yeah. Y'all might yeah. win this series, but yeah. <laughs> we own your town, apparently. <laughs> I agree with Rex's comment. There are a couple cool Bucks fans in the comment section. Shout out, Mac Jerry. If you're a cool Bucks fan, shout out. You're the cool Bucks fans. Oh, no, I met a couple on Twitter. You know, we had some talks back and forth, man. I met there are some Bucks fans in the comments that are like, hey, I'm a Bucks fan, but I really like watching the show. I love this channel. Yeah. yeah. Much appreciate it. We love having you here. You yeah, know? truly. And again, whether you're cool or not, promo code CHGO, <laughs> points bet. <laughs> Hook it up, baby. It's for you. You um, can use it. All right, so we did our like uh, roundtable series preview with mm-hmm. you and me and Will and our pal Mark K. Shout out. Um, and one of the questions we asked each other was, over under one and a half 40 burgers for DeMar in this series. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't, what did you say? Did you say over or under? I probably said over knowing me. Yeah, I think you did. (laughs) I I said under because I didn't think that this series was going to go that many games. Yeah. But I said, I do think he'll get one. Yeah. He already got that in game two. Do we see another 40 pointer from DeMar in game five? Oh yeah. Yeah. If the if it's do or die time for the Bulls. Why not? go? To, I you, wouldn't mind seeing another DeMar 40-piece. Look, you got to go all out. It's game five. It's do or die. Zach already said he don't want to go home. DeMar took, what, 8 of 20. He didn't have a great shooting night because he took way too many threes for our liking. You know, yeah. five, oh, 5 from the three-point line. And I don't fault him for that. He don't shoot threes. You know what I'm saying? It's not what he does. But he took them because they were open. Hello, other Bulls players. Take them when they're open to you. Do not pass out of it. Just shoot the ball. It's a thing. But, yeah, I think he'll go for 40 again. Maybe it's different. Maybe the Bulls play a little differently and the pressure is on them on the road and something like that. And, you know, in UC North, you know, having some fans there and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, we'll Mm -hmm. see. But Caruso is going to be a big part of that. I I really need to know what's going to happen with him and how he's going to feel, you know what I'm saying, if he's going to be there for game five, because I think that that's a big part. It look, So it sounds like, from what Billy Donovan had to say post-game, they don't know yet. Mm. As far as Caruso's availability for game five, uncertain mm. at this time. Mm, I don't um, know. Which basically uncertain means they're going to see whether or not he has a concussion, mm. and then it's a matter of whether or not he can clear from pr- concussion protocols between now and and game time on Wednesday. Right. So it maybe does work to the Bulls' advantage a little bit 
if there is an issue with concussion with Alex, that they do have two games between games four, or sorry, two days between games two four days. and five. Yeah. If it gives them an extra day to be cleared from concussion protocols. Yeah, that would be very, very good. I mean, if, if, if you have to, like the Bull, we just saw what the Bulls, you know, had to do without Alex Caruso for a half of basketball. Yeah. You got to go without Caruso for the entirety of game five. Mm. Again, we said it towards the beginning of the show. He is your arguably third or fourth mm. most important player right yeah. now. True indeed. And, and the other thing I want to touch on quickly before we go, Patrick Williams. I said in pregame, I wanted to see how he responded. Was he that kind of player who it gets in his head, or is he kind of guy that forgets it and keeps going? 20 points, 10 rebounds, 7 of 13 shooting, 3 of 6 from the three-point line. By far his best game mm-hmm. that he has played. The fact he took six threes would have been good enough for me because that means he wasn't scared to actually shoot the ball. And he started off slow. You know, he looked like he was, it was a carryover from that last game. It started off like that. He looked yeah. missing wide open, you know, those threes wide open from the baseline, missing the runner, you know what I mean, you know, getting fouls and stuff like that a little early. Turned it around, man. He really played tough, and I like that about him. He really played with a little fire, a little toughness, even when they had that little, you know, little uh, scrum, you yeah. know what I mean, between Bobby Portis and, and Zach. Patrick Williams was right in that middle, dude, putting the shove on him, like, hey, back up, little fella. You know what I mean? I like that. I, I really enjoy that. <laughs> Ashton in the comments saying Giannis was quiet today at 32-7-7. Yeah. Uh, L- 17-7, and seven, LMAO. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's a quiet for him. Carlos, Giannis can still play better. Ugh, I hate the Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's, exactly. None, of, none of these games so far in this series have felt like, Oh, mm-hmm. the Giannis game. Right. right. Like he's had moments in each game. Correct. Where he's and great. it's just him bullying his way to the rim. Yeah. So there are those moments in each of these games where you're like, oh my God, Giannis. Right. There was that one where he had that pirouette just right down the middle. Right. 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 And his re- strides that are, you know, a gazelle's strides. <laughs> and you're like, this is just not fair. But yeah. it, it's great. Like, you see him do these things in certain stretches and then as we talked about uh, today he was just kicking out after he collapsed the defense to his shooters who were knocking down their shots cash but it's like we still even haven't seen the best version of Giannis in this series and that is a horrifying thought and it's because you know what he plays in our division yes he does that part really really sucks (laughs) it really sucks it really even if we don't draw the bucks in the playoffs every year we got to play them a lot you got to play him, dog, and it's gonna make you. It's got to make you tougher. It's gonna have True. to. It's got to make you tougher, man. And it, and now you know who you have to go up against. See, it's good for me. I think I like that because I'm like, okay, who's the best in our division? Who's the best? Who we have to build our team to beat? You know what I'm saying? Bucks. So we can get there. It's the Bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to build the team to beat them. Now I'm not saying you can go draft the Giannis. Hey, Marco. But I'm just saying you have to get a team. You know what I'm saying together to be able to beat them. So. Because, again, he's at that level of greatness again where I can say he had a quiet game. <laughs> he had like 30, 17, and 7. And it was like, yeah, it still was quiet because we've seen this dude be capable of dropping 45 and 20 on you with eight assists. He has that kind of capability. You know what I'm saying? And he could have done that against us. That's my point. Yeah. He could have easily done that against us, man. But, no, Grayson Allen was cooking. Bobby Portis was cooking. Drew Holiday was hitting Trey Young-level shots. So, he was like, I'm going to hit my quiet 30 on you. So, yeah, there's a such thing as a quiet 30 from Giannis, man. It's a thing. 
Oh, goodness gracious. It's a thing. It, yeah, it is. Um, and, and look, somebody's saying in the comments, he's like, he's going to get those calls. Out of, uh, it's, I, I saw somebody on Twitter during this game say, man, it's like it's got to be hard to try to officiate Giannis. Mm -hmm. He's like mm -hmm. one of those players, kind of like Shaq, you know, back in his heyday, where you're not really sure how to officiate a guy who plows through a lot of contact really on every does, play yeah. and draws a lot of contact on damn near every play. Yeah. Is it a charge? Is it a blocking foul? Yeah. Sometimes is there contact and you just let it go because yeah. it looks effortless for him to plow his way through that. Yeah. It's hard to officiate a freakish, like, you know, athlete like Giannis. I don't necessarily have any problems with the way that this series has been officiated there have been a couple neither, of times yeah. where i'm like come on that's a charge not yeah. a block yeah but or you know the one where clearly the the Giannis reach over the back on p-dub and they oh, call yeah. the foul on p-dub like yeah. that was wild yeah but i think it's just because they didn't want to foul Giannis out of the game that stuff you can have you you could take issue with but yeah. again superstar players get superstar treatment from nba refs he earned it earned it back-to-back -back mvp defensive player of the year finals mvp He's going to get a cause. <laughs> like, that's the rules. That's how it goes. Shout out to Real Milwaukee, though, right there, who just hit us up, told us that this is a nice show. This is a nice fish. We appreciate that, man. <laughs> Thank you very much, Real Milwaukee. Shout out to you, man. Promo yeah. code CHGO points, man. That's for you. Use it. That's for you, man. Hook that up. But, like, yeah, it's true, man. Like, uh, yeah, it is a nice show. He's right. So, um, Smart man up there. If if game five is it, mm -hmm. if if we come back Wednesday and game five is it, are you are you going to be able to make your peace with that, Dave? Uh, I, I I said Bucks in five. <laughs> so I made my peace before the series started. <laughs> I already knew what this was. You know what I'm saying? I knew what this was. Yeah, I'll be I'll be completely fine. Again, I'm just hoping not to get blown off the floor. You know what I mean? I would like to, this to be a close game, and I would like Demar to get that forty. And I like the Bulls, you know, just have a game like they did in game one and game two. You know, just come out and play tough, play hard. Patrick Williams hopefully continues, you know what I'm saying, his his, his nice play. Io also, mm -hmm. he played solid uh, in, in place of uh, Alex Caruso, got the Bulls back into the game a little bit. Um, and Javante Green, I'd, li I'd like to see him a little bit more, man, a little bit more. So, yeah. I don't think they'll win, but I, I expect to see a, a better performance, hopefully. Uh, AK, shout out, who's always hanging out in the comments, saying, Matt, Dave, any plans for Bulls content beyond this series? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Simple, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, guys, we're going to be doing daily content throughout the entire offseason. Yes. Because as y'all know, the NBA... 365 sport, y'all. Can't stop, won't stop. You know, <laughs> we'll, we'll still be here doing daily podcasts and shows, some live from studio, some remote, yeah. uh, throughout the remainder of the NBA playoffs. Mm -hmm. And then, guess what? NBA draft. Yes. And then, guess what? Free agency. Yes. And then, guess what? Summer league. Ah! And then, guess what? Training camp. Ah! Then, guess what? We ain't going away. Free season. We ain't and going away. I'm and not leaving. Back. I'm not fucking leaving. Not fucking leaving. <laughs> I'm not leaving. They're gonna need a wrecking ball. Get me out of here. Lucas saying, please bring the daily off-season content. Oh, it's coming, y'all. Oh, it's coming, Lucas. It's coming. You it's be coming. ready. Be ready for the pass, baby, because it's coming hard and fast. Sometimes it it will be remote, mm -hmm. and sometimes it'll be here, but it's coming. It'll be here. Don't you worry. Don't you worry, your blessed little Bulls fan yes. hearts. And thank y'all for wanting more of it. Truly, that Appreciate is because we can't do this Appreciate without y'all. All. all right. Thank y'all for so much for tuning in and enjoying it. Again, shout out my man Real Milwaukee for enjoying the show. Come so on back, baby. We we are off tomorrow, mm -hmm. uh, but then we will be back with a live in studio show Tuesday, 
uh, afternoon. We'll let you all know on our Twitter account when uh, time of day, but I'm, we're thinking it'll probably be early afternoon, yes. Tuesday, live Something studio. Like yeah. And then we'll be here for pre and post game Wednesday. Yeah. And we'll have an over the show for you all on Thursday. And then pending what happens in game five, Friday will either be pre game and post game or another show to yeah. talk about the season officially ending. Yeah. Either way, I we'll be here it. for you. So join us. Hey, Clark. Uh, until next time, thanks, as always, to our producer and pal, Joey. Joey. Doing a great job, as hey, always. Hey, Joey. Shout out to the Sox crew who's here hanging out with us at our downtown Sox studios. Crew. Make sure you tune in for Sox post game after their game comes to a conclusion. Shout out to Sean. Just looking cool as Sean and Herb man. are look in look the building. Man, chilling right there, man. That's what's up. That's a cool bro. I saw him getting in some practice wings earlier, too. Oh, for real? Yeah, swinging that look bat. Look yeah. As long as the bat stays out of my hands. Sean, are you on the, so- <laughs> Sean, are you on the softball team? Sounds on the softball team. Uh oh. Uh. Odyssey better watch out. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna be the cheerleader yeah. uh, on the softball team. <laughs> I think you can be the base runner. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, I think you can do that. Did we not earlier, just now, discuss <laughs> me launching my hamstrings off of my own body if I tried to run or jump anywhere? Fair point. <laughs> A pinch runner? No, I'm I'm the pinch first base coach. First base coaches are allowed to stand there with a beer in with their hand, beer. right? <laughs> that is no. Oh, what does Stacy always say? Know your role. Know your role. <laughs> That's <laughs> my role. Shout out to Stacy and the Rock. Uh, you can follow Dave on Twitter at bow bawl sports on Bulls underscore Peck. We are at chjo underscore bulls. Uh, be sure to check out our pal Will Gottlieb's thoughts from today's game on our website allchgo.com. Until Tuesday, Bulls Nation, hang in there. Hang in there. We love you. We appreciate you. T-Red, be good.